0: Hey everybody, welcome to Darisha's podcast, Elite Mastery. I created this um, series of podcasts because I felt that um, there's lots of information out there to inspire and motivate individuals like myself and people that I work with uh, throughout the year and all the speeches and talks that I do. So throughout the month and throughout the year, I'll be interviewing people who are experts in their fields and I consider them as masters. Enjoy the show. Dear viewers, um, welcome to one of my podcasts. And uh, today I have a very special guest that um, I admire tremendously. Uh, today's guest is Yala Dawood. Welcome! And um, I'll tell you a little bit about where I um, met this lady. I was doing a seminar, and this wonderful energy approached me in the seminar. I said, "Would you come to one of my events?" I said. Sure, I said sure before even thinking where the event was and or what it was about, and I found out later on that um, this lady inspires many young business owners how to be successful in running their businesses, and the program is called Launch DXP. DXP standing for Dubai, I guess, right? So, uh, welcome to our podcast.
1: Thank and you, Darius, for having me with you.
0: It's my it's my honor. Uh, it's between Christmas and New Year, so I appreciate that you have family time and you found the time to come and see us. Um, tell me a little bit about you because you, you're still very young. What kind of experience have you gained for you to be able to advise businesses at such a young age to be successful? Or, or tell us about launch LaunchDXB.
1: Okay, so actually my, my background starts with working closely with startups in Lebanon, my own, my own home country. Um, I worked there for the past six years with startups emerging from universities and uh, being founded by staff, students, or fa- even faculty members. So I worked in pre-incubators at the university and they also had the chance to work with the Global Accelerator. I got to actually witness and work with so many startups and at different stages of their own journey. From there, I started to have this passion towards working with startups and with the whole startups ecosystem. I saw how vibrant, how lively and how innovative this culture is and I started to find, to find real love towards it. So before I was moving here to Dubai, I was trying to look for different opportunities that I can venture forward with for my career life here. And I got to actually get to know my two other co-founders who also share a startup uh, passion with them. We thought of having this Launch the XB as a small project on the side, just as a community that inspires startups. However, we found a real value for it and the gap that it was able to fill in the ecosystem. So we thought of actually making it a platform that can best support startups and an entity by itself and not only a community that stands there for startups. So from there we emerged and we started to look around to check what gaps were there to ask different startups, uh, ecosystem members, and community members of what do they need from the startup ecosystem, and we started to fill the gaps as we go.
0: That's amazing. (laughs) So let's go back a little bit, if you don't mind. In Lebanon, um, what was your degree in? What, what, What was your degree in?
1: Um, funny enough, mm. my degrees have nothing to do with entrepreneurship. Mm. Um, I have a BA in public administration okay. with a minor in political science, okay. and then I pursued a master's degree in media studies, emphasis PR and communication. They were both from the American University of Beirut.
0: Amazing. And so, how did that get into you meeting startups and incubators and so forth?
1: Actually, it was because of a, a part-time job I applied to through during my master's degree studies. So I applied for an administrative job in the pre-incubator in AUB. Um, my job was actually just an administrative job. However, um, I started to develop myself as I go with this, with this post in specific. And I honestly had an amazing um, role model and an amazing director who empowered me in every possible way.
0: Was she an entrepreneur or was she a professor?
1: Uh, she's a, she has a medical degree and she was the director of the whole grants and um, contract center in AUB. Her name is Fadia Maidan. I adore this person because she really empowers us and she did empower me to actually pursue my full potential and to explore different aspects of my own personality and different aspects of the center I was running. So I was able to grow with it in a tremendous way and I was able to explore different aspects of entrepreneurship and startups she gave me the opportunity to expand the center internally in AUB and externally with the whole ecosystem. So that's how I got to actually to know about startups, ecosystems, accelerators, incubators, and all of that.
0: Amazing. So just a random question. I don't have an education. Do you think um, I could advise my children? Because they all want to be entrepreneurs. Some of them are entrepreneurs. I have four. Sounds like a whole football team. out of four, two are entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. two are too young to to become business owners. Would you advise my children to go to university? Or would you say just go straight into business? And why? If they're gonna run their own businesses
1: it depends. Like sometimes it's something innate in the person himself. You can find a five-year-old kid who can actually sell you this glass of water for a couple of dollars without you even knowing. It's something innate in the person himself. It's just self-driven by the passion for entrepreneurship and the knowledge for entrepreneurship. Definitely courses education help you a lot and help you like gain expertise throughout different domains and in different like, aspects. However, it's not the only thing for you to be a successful entrepreneur. You need lots of practice, education, uh, resources. You need to be open to actually learn more from different people because the whole entrepreneurship journey is a learning curve. You have to learn from different stakeholders, from different people who were in your shoe before, who walked your journey. So you have to be open to all of this, but I cannot say that you should not go for university's degree, I myself I am a nerd so I love degrees and I love like studying so I do believe it helps you a lot but does in it prepare
0: joy. you does it prepare you for being an entrepreneur universities because again I'm open to it <laughs> but I feel uh, my experience and I, and I again could be wrong is that university professors often couldn't make it in the real world so they started teaching right and I haven't been to university. Do they teach you entrepreneurship? Are there entrepreneurs who decided to become professors at university? What do they actually teach you? Because I've had uh, people working for me who are amazing come out of university. I've had people come out of university who have zero common sense. Mm-hmm. So...
1: Exactly. Um, reflecting on my own university on AUB, we, ha- we actually have a really, uh, like, um, an active entrepreneurship ecosystem if I can say and and entrepreneurship uh, culture if I can say because if you go for example to our business school you will find many Uh, entrepreneurs themselves are actually professors teaching a specific degree or a specific course around entrepreneurship. For example, I can uh, talk about uh, Dr. Kitene, who teaches business, uh, family business and entrepreneurship, and he is actually running one of his own family businesses in in Lebanon. So he has both the academic and the practical knowledge behind it, and this is actually an amazing combination for both. Yeah, because you got
0: time for the guy who's doing it and teaching it. Exactly, like he's
1: really practicing what he preaches at the same exact time. So you get to learn from him in real life.
0: Sure. Again it could be our ignorance. Lebanon doesn't seem like a very entrepreneurial place. So I'm obviously wrong, right? Absolutely. Because I'm thinking of war zone, political issues, Mm -hmm. financial challenges. So what's life like as an you know, for an entrepreneur in Lebanon?
1: actually we have a quiet active entrepreneurial ecosystem as i said uh, you have lots of support from the central bank of lebanon you have support from different universities so we have pre-accelerators and pre-incubators at the university level you have many accelerators and incubators in the country as well many competitions so it is a quiet like a dynamic ecosystem wow. and i do believe because of all these problems from economic to political to war issues to everything People find that they have to be the solutions for these problems and this actually ignites their entrepreneurial. So spirit. they become gladiators. Exactly and right. drives them to actually wow. run businesses that can help solve all these problems that we face on a daily basis.
0: Amazing. So what brought thank you, what brought you to Dubai?
1: Um, Actually, my husband is based based here, so the the reason behind moving here was because we wanted to get married and to move here to the country. However, I had Dubai in my mind for a couple of years back uh, because, again, I know how active the ecosystem is here. Mm -hmm. And we know it from Lebanon, for example, any startup who wanted to scale up in Lebanon, the very first destination that came to their mind was Dubai. So it it made lots of sense for me to move here, both for uh, family issues and for work.
0: I know you Um, got married July last year, Oh, this year, (laughs) year. it's not last year yet. And so you haven't been in Dubai that long.
1: Um, I was actually working a couple of months. I I, I officially moved to Dubai in August. So eventually, yes, I haven't been here for long. August
0: of 2009? <laughs> yes. You're kidding me. <laughs> yes. So you got all this done since August 2009?
1: Actually, we're working on launch the XB since April. And no. I was just like working on stuff in Lebanon, doing all the phone calls, emails, organizing events. I'd come here, perform the event, then go back to Lebanon, keeping on going you back you telling and forth.
0: me you got this done <laughs> in less than seven, eight months? Yes. That's incredible. <laughs> so that's incredible. I'm proud of you. Thank so, you. I, I would have thought it was years you've been here so what? tell me about the, uh, the members how many you have what kind of businesses they range from age groups please
1: so okay um so far as i said we started our first um, our first version of the platform it was just supposed to be a community of startups that ignites some um, inspiration in them on a daily basis do they
0: pay to become members
1: no every single right. thing is free of charge for all the startups so right. we're really here to actually support them as we can um so we started that community of startups we realized that we attracted many people and people didn't just want to get connected with one another they wanted someone to help them in doing things the right way so they started to ask us for help in doing certain things like how to form our company how to build our business plan financial model anything so that's why we, th- we thought of having this platform for entrepreneurship, for entrepreneurs, which supports them from A to Z. So we regu- regularly hold workshops and training sessions. And yes. in addition to this, we have our website yes. where different entrepreneurs get to connect and book sessions, with mentors, With they can hire talents if they need, they can tell their story as a startup and build their own profile, they can check different startup uh, services in Dubai in terms of registering a company and anything they might need. So we formed this community, it actually grew so fast and we're really thankful about this. Um, so far we have around 60 startups registered on the website. It's incredible. Yes. <laughs> in addition to around 200 aspiring entrepreneurs regularly join our events and the workshops so we really grew a l- exponentially in this really short time of period and which shows the need that you we were actually filling in yeah. this ecosystem and, and this word of mouth yes we that's actually incredible. don't invest anything in digital marketing we didn't run any ads on google or even social media and all our growth uh, up until now is uh, organic reach
0: so um thank you that's incredible uh, so where, where do you see your income coming from if everything's free of charge you know who's going to look after you
1: (laughs) exactly so before we actually wanted to delve deeper into the business aspect of the platform we wanted to test the waters and to check if it is a successful model that can be carried forward in uh, the upcoming years so our model is going to be based on a couple of things first off it's based on uh, sponsorships we get for the launch days that we host on a a monthly basis and second for sponsorships we get for the website itself so every section is going to be sponsored somehow by a corresponding Sponsor that has a similar mission to what we're delivering through this section.
0: I understand. Uh, thank you. So let's say because it is confusing out there. If somebody open up a license. Do I do a free zone? Do I do mainland? Which free zone do I go to? Do you have preferred partners you work with, or you open the door for? Who advises them which direction they should go?
1: So for our startups we try to first sit with them in order to understand all their needs because you as an entrepreneur sometimes you feel overwhelmed and there's sometimes is very small tiny step that you need to make to, to do in order for you to get everything clear for your mm-hmm. for your uh, for your startup joining. So we try to sit with these startups at first, give them a preliminary assessment of what they need to do and how they should proceed with this. Um, as a platform, we're actually open to all players in the ecosystem. So we don't have any executive partnerships or any uh, like, uh, any executive par- partnerships, yes. I can say. So for the time being, we have our own partners from free zones and company setup up frat, uh, pl- uh, companies, but we're also like open to actually expand it to all other players. So for example, if an, an entrepreneur reaches out to us and they want to register with a specific free zone that we're not partners with yet, we're more than happy to yeah, initiate chat. a partnership yeah. with them through. The startup in specific, amazing. so that's how we move forward
0: with our operations. Okay, cool, cool. And how often do you you organize meetings? The meeting that I spoke with it must be one of your first.
1: It was actually our third. That's amazing. <laughs>
0: so how often do you have these meetings, and how do you choose the speakers? Because I noticed that before me there were other speakers, mm-hmm. and after me you had exercises for everyone. So tell me a little about those. How often do you have them? What kind of exercises do you put in place? Because you were guiding them throughout mm-hmm. the event, right? Exactly,
1: so in 2019 our, our model was having one event per month However, as we're moving forward with the events, and as we realize that people really want and are eager to get things done fast, we want to host more than two or three events per month in 2020, uh, catering to different needs, different topics around entrepreneurship. Um, the, the way they go, we have a set theme for the days. So as we move forward with the launch days, we delve deeper into startup-related topics, and we start to talk about more technical aspects of entrepreneurship. So this is how we proceed, and the speakers, we actually research them pr- well. <laughs> we either like like uh, connect with them on on uh, either social media platform, we follow them closely to check their own communication approach, the value of the content they're giving, or we attend one of their own sessions just as I did for your own wow. session and they fall in love with your did content. Did you actually
0: <laughs> come to the event just to see me talk? Actually,
1: I was were really you, interested in the topic itself. Were you stalking itself. me, right? <laughs> like, yeah we can say both <laughs> I was really interested in the topic right. I have like a, I have a love towards sales and marketing mm. and also we had an event coming uh, in a couple of days after it so it was really uh, like logical for me to be in this event mm-hmm. I honestly fell in, well, fell in love with the content and with the genu- genuinity you had around so that's why I thought that you were the perfect match for our own event wow,
0: it, was, it was a beautiful event I loved it I think I had an 8 to late event I was up till 2 in the morning exactly, and the last course. thing I wanted to do was come to your <laughs> event and the energy was so amazing. I loved every second of it and I didn't want to go. I was falling asleep on my feet and I didn't want to go. So uh, you got two partners. How do you meet these partners and how's your partner? Because the partnership in business can be a really tough thing. How do you find them? How's the partnership going? Do you have different uh, strengths and weaknesses where you all fit in?
1: Exactly. So we try to fill in the gap. So as I said, we're filling in the gap here, specifically in Dubai. We realized that if you have a business idea and you want to actually move forward with it, the very first thing you can do is apply to an accelerator or incubator here. But however, for you to be able to apply to these, you need to have a well-developed business model, financial plan, pitch deck, and anything that a regular startup should have. And many people, they don't have the skills needed or the knowledge needed to make this jump. So we're here to fill this gap. And accordingly, every single player in the ecosystem is supposed to be one of our own partners, and this is how our model plays uh, plays around it. So we're mo- we're partners with most of the accelerators and incubators here in Dubai. Well, you
0: have two partners yourself. The founders, the founders are you, three of you, correct?
1: We actually yes, two uh, three co-founders. So now,
0: how did you become uh, I founders? I yeah, okay. exactly.
1: Actually, it was out of chance. Like really random. Um, for me, I as I was applying to a job to uh, as I was planning to move here to Dubai. I found LaunchDXB's the platform on Instagram. I actually fell in love with the branding and how it looks. So I casually sent them an email. Hello guys, it was like really really this smooth and this cool. Hello guys, I'm recently moving to Dubai and I just want to check if you have any vacancies for me. So they reply back to me that they're actually looking for a co-founder to join them with a startup background that has an expertise in business and business development. Mm -hmm. And we've moved together. um, Thankfully, we really really have a great team dynamics. We understand and respect each other. And we have amazing skills on board, which are my co-founder skills that I really am grateful for.
0: (laughs) Incredible. And you all do it full time? Uh,
1: I'm the only full timer on my wow, office.
0: Wow, wow. So your is your role is more sales and marketing and growth? Correct? Exactly, I'm growth
1: so. plus events planning.
0: That's amazing. So where where are you going? What's the plan for twenty twenty?
1: So for twenty twenty we're going to be having more events as I said and we're gonna same be going location
0: or different location? Every
1: single me. time we host it in a different location, mm-hmm. trying to engage as many communities as we can. Um, we're going to be having lots of events. We're going to be having big partnerships. Hopefully we're signing a couple of partnerships in the beginning of 2020, because we really want to provide our startups and entrepreneurs as much value as we can. And uh, we actually do want to be this body that is the connector between entrepreneurs and accelerators and incubators. So we want to be this reference for anybody who wants to move forward with their idea, to actually reach out to us, help us develop it, and then let them actually grow with the ecosystem.
0: That's amazing. Um, So more partners, more um, events. events, Two or three events a month, different locations, and and numbers of members. How many hope? In twenty twenty, you gone from sixty sign up on the website, two hundred actively coming. What's your growth? For next
1: uh, we want to actually grow as much as we can I want to have like a plan I want to launch XB to be a platform for any startup at whatever stage just for it to connect and to learn from different players so I want to actually multiply this number by five or six times <laughs>
0: cool and I'm sure you can now give me top three reasons why people don't start their own businesses from your experience
1: three reasons
0: and then I want to ask you for top three reasons why people fail in running their own business
1: okay So mainly and the usual excuse I get is that people don't have time for it. That they are too occupied with their own full-time jobs and they really don't have the time to work on the startup themselves. The other excuse is that they don't have the financials and they're really worried about quitting their job in order to focus on their own startups. And the third, peop- the third reason is because they don't have the right talents in order to get them on board and move forward with the startup. Sometimes people they just have the technical background they don't have any business uh, background to it and sometimes it's the other way around so these are the main three reasons i got to actually uh, learn about from different people who just failed to start up and in terms of failures um, also what was really common is the different uh, the mistakes if i can call them that take place inside the team so team dynamics is a really important aspect of any startup to succeed so eventually people really need to focus on their own teams for them not to fail The second thing that can come to my mind about failure is actually also being uh, too aggressive towards getting funding and seeking investors. Sometimes and unfortunately, whenever you run after money, you actually run away from your own startup success. So it creates a huge gap between you being able to fulfill your startup goal. So this is a really major failure. And the third failure is not being able to offer the right solution to the problem. So sometimes people think that they're offering the the perfect solution to the problem being no
0: market research there is no need for the product service. amazing Mm -hmm. and um, if you give three advice for business to be successful what would they be
1: Um, first you have to really focus on the solution you're offering Mm -hmm. so regardless of anything else just think what problem do i want to to fill or to solve and what is my proposed solution as you said, you have to understand your market well to understand who are the people who are going to be benefiting from the solution or and Are they
0: willing it. to pay for it?
1: Exactly, and are they really willing to pay for it mm-hmm. or not? Uh, and as is the common like sort of advice, don't ask your family and parents only ask any person. They're to gonna tell you what streets. you want to hear, right? <laughs> exactly. Just reach out to any person you might think of. Second thing is. Um, be careful about the team members you having on board because you're gonna be working with them closely for many years to come. It's like a mini marriage or a lifetime marriage sometimes. Yes. So you have because you can be
0: working with your partners more than you work in your marriage, right? Exactly. Because you're and in the office more <laughs> often than you're at home.
1: Exactly, and you need to have mutual understanding and mutual respect. otherwise, things are not gonna work well between you. Um, And the third thing is properly structure your journey. So put clear plans for yourself. Try and please don't like be obsessed with money and making generating any financials because it's not the aim behind the startup itself. So try to give yourself some time to grow, to test the waters, to experiment before you actually start generating money and proving your business model. Yes.
0: Have you seen any? Thank you for that. Have you seen any um, startups that you look at you think, Oh my God, these guys are going to be huge. Um, honest truth like I wouldn't mind (laughs) doing something with these guys
1: so here for example I really love what Fulusi are doing I really love what Kino is doing these are two of our own startups so Fulusi for example they offer uh, an alternative uh, payment solution for startups and for any person who just wants to transact some money between like to, to transfer money ac- money between the different accounts so you can easily process any payment to any startup any company through just sending them a link they would get wow. in they would enter their card details pay the payment and that's done so this is a really smart solution especially for startups and people who are just tr- uh, starting a small hustle on the side wow. and they just don't want to go with the whole banking hassle for the time being so I do believe that they have an amazing future here. So how, there, how well re-
0: are they doing? How long have they been established? Uh,
1: they've been here for a couple of years. Actually, they have amazing partnerships with, with big bank banks and they worked closely with the central bank to get their approval. So yes, they're on the real right so track. they're doing <laughs> well. <laughs> yes, doing well. they're oh, amazing. Okay.
0: Introduce me to them, please, <laughs> we'll because I have loads of clients who want to trade. Because <laughs> we were actually having a conversation today saying that it's so difficult sometimes for a small business to take money.
1: Exactly.
0: And Especially with the
1: banking like mm. requirements here and mm. compliance issues, it's really hard. Please to do introduce
0: me. Account. We'll
1: yeah. do. <laughs>
0: so how, what's the size of their team? Small, big?
1: Um, Are they um, actually, IT people? Uh, I do believe they have a couple of hires by now. I'm not sure about the exact number of team members, but I do believe they have two co-founders.
0: Oh, incredible, congrats. And the other company you mentioned? The
1: other company, they're called Kino. So eventually, they're called washing application on the go. So you can actually also like request their services anytime. Um, they recently got a huge funding as well. So they've tested the water as well. They really understood what was the need for their own model. And they're doing an amazing job as well.
0: Amazing. Do you think it's going to get to the stage where these guys will well, thank you very much. The launch is finished now. We're established. We want to move on.
1: Um, I don't think so because like again we're here as a community so eventually we just want to have different members uh, to like uh, interact with one another so even if you are an entrepreneur a well established entrepreneur by now it's time for you to give back to the community so that's how we engage our own members and for example so they come back
0: and share their experience exactly
1: for example Omar the co-founder of Fulusi was one of our own speakers in the last event So that's how we try to engage them with our own community on the go. It's not only about taking, it's also about giving. So that's how we we have our community going.
0: Wow, incredible. And um, do you work with any universities or government or anything like this as yet?
1: Actually, yes, we're working closely with uh, universities here and we're trying to establish more partnerships. And again, because of my own background in AUB, I do understand and value the importance of having universities on board. And personally, I get really triggered and really annoyed by the fact that some startups in engineering, let's say, they, they spend three to four years of their own lives working on a certain project, and then they just present it for their final years and put it on the side. This research is really valuable. It has like a lot of value in it. Yes. You just need to give it a small push to enter the market because you're almost there. You did all the research needed. You, you saw the market need for it. So, I really understand the value of having universities on board and this is why we're trying to engage as many as we can. We're in talks with AUD, with Holt International Business School, with DIDI, Dubai Institute of Design and Innovation. And we're actually in contact with more, startups, with more sorry, universities as we go and in terms of governmental bodies we're also now after proving our concept we want to start approaching them for now we have the SO and the tech with us on board and we're approaching many other bodies as we go
0: that's incredible so tell me about uh, Diala's day well, how, do, how do you because there's so much to do <laughs> right so how do you spend every day of your week I know you don't stop so how do you organize yourself how do you make sure you're building these relationships looking after your um, incubators the new starters how, tell me about it how, how do you manage your day
1: exactly being so the full time the only and do you ever, do you,
0: because at the moment you don't have an income because you're investing something exactly. right so how do you keep yourself motivated
1: exactly so uh, my day actually goes given i'm the only full timer on the yeah. on the team so it is a little bit hectic um i try to organize my days as i can so for example on sundays i just like Specified and dedicated for replying back to all the emails I have in my inbox So that I don't have any distractions and I'm just like fresh for the week and as we go I start to actually plan things as per priority. So every single week I set a certain goal for it. For example, planning an event reaching out to sponsors reaching out to partners or anything like this And I just plan the week accordingly. So this is how I keep myself going in terms of motivation um, seeing the platform grow by itself having people reach out to us in order to get partnerships and some huge names to actually reach out to us and to host events together is actually by itself rewarding. So away from all the financials, this is the only motive that's actually keeping me going and pushing me forward That's amazing.
0: (laughs) And how often do you meet with your partners, your founders?
1: So we usually meet around one time per week, uh, every single Tuesday usually, in order just to go over the whole plan of the week, reflect a little bit on what was done and move forward with the plan for the upcoming week.
0: Uh, do, you, do you have an office? Do you go to the office or you do? You do have we do office.
1: have an office. So it to helps to go to the office, right? Sorry.
0: It helps to go to the office because I used to be self-employed and it's a different type of motivation required to work from home. Because I couldn't make calls for my, with my pajamas <laughs> on. Right? I had to physically get dressed in a professional attire before. So what time do you start work in the morning? Uh, what time do you go to the office? Do you work seven days a week or do you plan your, do you have a balance in your life?
1: Yes, we actually like uh, it depends on the mood. Sometimes I do like work from home, and sometimes I do push myself to go to the uh, to the office. But I try on average to check into the office at least three times a week, in order just to be there, be present, and in case anybody just wants to jump into our office, we're there to answer all their questions. Um, in terms of uh, like um, working, I do I do understand how how challenging it is for you to be an entrepreneur and to run your own business because even. Some people, they are really after having the freedom of time. However, if you're free and if you're traveling and if you have your laptop on the side, you're gonna be working. You can't stop yourself from thinking about this upcoming event or that partnership agreement you are about to sign. You're always occupied with what you're doing. And I do like uh, like consciously stop myself at actually worrying about all of this. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I do plan my day that at certain hours, at 8 p.m. for example, I have to shut down my computer no
0: matter what. Have a life right
1: yes because else like it's not gonna succeed for example i i newly got married so eventually i have a whole marital life that i need to 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 uh, to to maintain as well and if i don't give it enough time to nourish i'm gonna lose it as well so i have to balance things as much as i can and i need to enjoy life i'm against the model of actually having to work 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 you're just working you sleep well at
0: night or is your mind constantly active
1: It's constantly Constantly active. active. (laughs) Do
0: you have a notepad by side of the bed? You wake (laughs) up and write things down to just empty. Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? No, no, no. You don't turn the the phone on because you wake your husband up, right? No, I just turn around and go, and I don't know what the (laughs) hell I write in the morning. I'm like, what the hell was that about? Yeah. (laughs) Or take the phone quietly to the bathroom and just (laughs) you write something that I've been there. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, Your parents were they entrepreneurs?
1: Uh, my father actually had his own family business. It was a traditional uh, grapes and vine vineyard growing uh, agricultural wow. business. So wow. uh, he's not the like traditional mm-hmm. definition of an entrepreneur, but he did run his own family business by himself. Because
0: when I talk to you, if you feel like you were born entrepreneur, you were born to run your own business. Mm-hmm. Something I notice in entrepreneurs is that they don't blame the environment. Not. In, in the past 45 minutes, 40, 45 minutes we speaking, is that not once you blame the environment, you don't blame anything. You, you said people fail because of the internal issues, not because outside, because often I hear that, oh, the politics aren't right, the environment isn't good. That doesn't affect an entrepreneur making money, does it?
1: Exactly. If you want to think about it that way, there are hundreds and thousands of reasons, reasons. for you to fail. So, and why did other people, for example, in my same exact ecosystem, like let's say like Lebanon, they actually were able to scale it big and to succeed in their own journey. And me, I'm not able to do it. For me, it's not only about the environment. The environment can give you the resources that you need to grow and to move forward with your business, but it's not the only restraint or the only like, constraint for you to actually be able to move forward wow. with your business. Wow. If you have the will, you will find the way no matter what, and no matter what resources you have around or what environment you're in.
0: I believe there's no never been a better time than now to be successful, right? Because information is the tip of your fingers, right?
1: Exactly.
0: Anything you need is there.
1: The access of resources you have, even if something you don't have here, you can have it actually, have access to it from on anywhere the other the side world. of the world. Yeah. If you need a talent that you're not having here in Dubai, for example, you can hire someone from Singapore or for anywhere around the world to help you with your own task and to move forward with the startup. So even if you have limited resources, you can still find other resources to work on and to move forward with whatever you're doing
0: Yes, yeah, incredible amazing how about um do you ever see yourself writing a book
1: um
0: but maybe it's too young huh? yes. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah because i'm sure there's a huge market out there for you young people who want to learn from you i mean the experience you have dealing with all these companies six years in lebanon here dealing with all these young com- and only in business seven months that's incredible. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Because the, what you conti- what you have in you, is priceless. The information you have in you, priceless. How do you do? You find people value information? Do you find young people um, value what they learn, or is it just the expected? Is there a sense of entitlement to young people these days? Old people like me are complaining about the new generation. They say like, there's a sense of entitlement. They don't want to work for it. What do you think?
1: Actually, so far I face the two let's say Mm -hmm. but the percentage the higher percentage of the people i encountered were the people who really value the information you give them so with my experience with, with working with startups, like for example, I sat with more than 200 teams by now in order to talk about their own startup ideas and their own startup journeys. And most of the time, I really found find people like taking notes, writing down what I suggested, trying to really like take the value out of our conversation, even if it was a random chat on, over coffee or a random chat in an event. And sometimes other people, if you give them as many information as you can and as much value as you can, you feel that they really don't care and they sometimes it's because of ego I'd say some people think that um, I can find this information elsewhere or oh yes I know what I'm doing so uh, you do have these two personalities but so far thankfully I had like the majority of them really value what was being given to them and they were really like actively listening to what I was saying or what other speakers were saying so yes that was my journey so far
0: what I find is that if they don't invest they don't appreciate so in my experience Mm -hmm. like when you do a free event, people go, yes, yes, yes. You see the same people in the same similar events over and over again, but never take action, right? Because taking action is a tough thing because you're gonna get rejected. So how do you feel the young people are, can, can they cope with rejection? Because in business, you're gonna get a lot of rejections, right? You hear about Disney being rejected 100, over a hundred times by banks, yes? Um, yeah. uh, who's the guy who did the light bulb? What's his name?
1: Addison. Edison, thank you very
0: much. Ten thousand tries, yes, he failed before he got the light bulb. Light bulb walking Do you think there are people out there who are prepared to graft and grind? Because the real world is grafting and grinding, isn't it? You're going to get rejected so many times before you get the next exactly. yes. What do you think? Do you, pe- do you think people are prepared?
1: Um, some people are, others are not, and. Probably it's because of again the the, the age we're living in. Like mm-hmm. for you, everything is accessible this time of the of the, the of the year of the like, of life, and everything is accessible. If you need something and it's not available in Dubai, you can actually get it shipped from all around the world. So because people see how easy the lifestyle is and how easy everything is, how accessible everything is, they sometimes like um, underestimate. You get it how hard things are to to actually get them done and for some people yes they really understand they really think that okay i have what it takes to actually succeed i'm going to give it a try if it works good for me if not then it wasn't meant to be yes this is not the right mentality and this is actually what separates a real entrepreneur from someone who is just trying to become an entrepreneur yes. with just the wrong mentality behind yes. it yes so this is actually what so it's not about though. the financial
0: circumstances it's about the mentality
1: it's both like sometimes you can get
0: a wealthy person coming to you but he's got the right mentality or she has the right mentality to go and get it
1: exactly right? like for example one of my uh, dear friends in Lebanon uh, she actually comes from a well from well like uh, a really well, well resourced family, family yeah. and she's actually a really successful serial entrepreneur so she has all the financials but still she actually found lots of gaps mm-hmm. she was so smart to actually fill them up and she was able to score many of the startups she actually sold one of her startups last year so wow. uh, it's not only about financials it's about the mindset itself
0: yes yeah, it's amazing yeah what i say is that don't grind to get the money work on your business and the money will come to you exactly. right you're attracted rather exactly. than keep going for it and also, if you're constantly going for money, you tend to sometimes forget your values. So I think it's really important to write your values down and stick to it. Exactly. Uh, and exceed and over-deliver and provide value to the marketplace. Amazing. Exactly. It's amazing. <laughs> I would love to have you back here this time next year. I Yalla, love would love to. love you to come back <laughs> and tell us about your success. And I'm sure you're going to s- surpass all expectations. Really do. So, Thank um, you. And I'd love to speak again in your one of your uh, events. It'd be my pleasure. Would
1: love to, definitely. Our, our attendees actually loved you. We really love your vibes around. We really love you. the continuous support and the amazing spirit you have. This oh. is what we look for for our community. So thank you for, for being with us in our own community. And thank you for having me here.
0: <laughs> it's an honor and it will be an honor to speak with you again. Now, um, if our listeners want to connect with you, could you please share your details with them so they know where to L- which link, what website, LinkedIn, how, th- how can they connect with you and launch the XP?
1: Okay, so they can first check us on our own website. We have our website uh, LaunchDXB.com. We have our own Instagram account, Facebook page, and LinkedIn uh, page, LaunchDXB. We're active there, we're always accessible. And if they want to connect with me personally, they can reach me and find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, Diala Dawood. I'm just a message away.
0: Amazing absolute pleasure
1: thank you so much thank you so much thank you my honor my pleasure always
0: thank you